Welcome to Redefine Beauty. I am Kristen Bauer, and this is my podcast where I share and offer a new perspective on beauty through the lens of beauty as an internal vibration expressed externally and then witnessed by others. It starts with the love and compassion for our bodies, for our lives, and the gift that we are to the world. And hopefully this helps my listeners to connect with the truth of beauty. I feel like I grew up in a reality where beauty was very dependent on what my face and hair and body looked like, and this set me up for failure. I now believe that beauty is an energy. It is our life force that shines from within. It comes through the love that we have for ourselves and these phenomenal bodies that we are gifted with. A blemish, line, a little bit of cellulite can never take away from our beauty. And when we learn that these marks are messages from our body and respond to our body with healing and nurturing, remarkable consciousness begins to blossom. Our beauty doesn't age and it doesn't break down. It only gets wiser and more magnificent as we learn to discern our own truths. When we're clear and share our true amazing self, our beauty is a gift to the world and specifically those around us. Today, I am joined by Yariksa Farao, AKA Yadi, AKA Yadi Face, but I think I'm gonna call her that. Yadi, <laughs> Yadi is the founder of Unleash, which is this amazing movement and substance-free festival retreat that has transformed the lives of thousands of people from all over the world since 2018. She is a force of nature, activating you to let go, be free and own who you are. She's a soul igniter, a passion provoker, and a catalyst of courageous creativity and personal freedom. A woman on a mission to create unity in the world through the embrace of individuality. Additionally, she was in the field of transformation as a world-renowned inspirational health and fitness coach for almost 20 years. She's been featured on a ton of different TV and media outlets, She's been on TLC, she had a show on MTV, CNN Espanol, Univision, Fitness Rx Radio, and Women's Day Magazine. Very busy lady, Yadi. <laughs> but most importantly, she has been my OG best friend since five minutes into our first meeting, which I think was in like 2008. So from the moment, on that moment that we first met and started chatting until she moved out of Florida, we basically ate every meal together, went out to every event together, text each other 100 times a day, threw <laughs> each other radical birthday parties and did all the best stuff together. She is the person who made me stop drinking massive amounts of coffee every day in 2009. And I basically dragged myself around for three days before I could function properly. She is the one who yelled, who I yelled at every time I needed to vent. <laughs> to someone that I knew wasn't going to judge me or leave me and would honestly let me see myself through the mirror of compassion that she is. She mm. is the one who wrote manifestation notes to the universe with me. She gave me my first Marianne Williamson book, A Return to Love. She was with me when I found out I was pregnant after being told that I could never have kids. She was with me when I found out that life was actually totally different than everyone had told me before. We still to this day travel and go on amazing trips together. She is my daughter's fairy godmother. And we have this remarkable relationship where no matter how much we change, which is a 
freaking ton and find our true depth of self-love and self-expression, even living in different states for the last 11 years of our OG best friendship. We continue to grow within, I'd say the max is 5% off of each other. Everything that I go through, she's going through the at the exact same time, maybe a week later. <laughs> she has watched me shift my entire life over the last 13, 14, 15 years. And I have gratefully watched her shift hers and we just can't shake each other. And if you haven't been to one of her events or you haven't watched her on TV or spilling her heart out on an Instagram, stop everything that you're doing right now and go <laughs> do that. She is the most real, honest, get down and dirty, authentic lunatic you will ever have the luck to <laughs> And let me be very clear with you, only I get to call her names. If you do, I will for sure beat you up. <laughs> I have always said that Yadi is better on camera than in person. And please only take this to mean that she glows on camera like she was born to be her authentic self in front of huge groups of people where most people would be super nervous. So please, with no further ado, I give you an entire hour to experience the one and only Yadi face. <laughs> I have to say that was the best introduction, I think, of my entire life's existence. Wow, of course it would be you to do that. Oh, it's oh, better I love be. so much. Dang. Oh what a wild ride. It's been pretty incredible. There's yeah. probably 17 hours of stuff that we could talk about. Probably. I'm thinking first, I want to segue right into Unleash. Okay. Because I feel like the core value of Unleash is very similar to the core of Redefine Beauty. And I want you to share how Unleash came to be and how people can really connect with the truth of their beauty through unleashing themselves. 100%. Okay, let's see. So in the most con concise way that I can put it, Unleash is a catalyst to your full self-expression and power through the embrace of individuality. And that involves artistry, dance, expression, radical expression, and personal development. And it includes a lot of variety of tools um, that go along into each production of what came to be a festival retreat because it actually started off as a dance journey in LA as a four hour experience. And that definitely evolved. Um, and Unleash was born out of the feeling of suppression within myself that I felt like I was trapped in my own body uh, in order to fit in and to be liked. And when I was growing up as a kid, I'm, I was born in Puerto Rico um, and I moved to the United States at the age of seven. I moved to Stewart, Florida first. And that was like a, a first cultural shock for me because I didn't speak the language and I was definitely different. And I could tell that I was different by the way that I was being looked at. Um, and I definitely didn't fit the standard of beauty. Um, when I lived in Tennessee, being that I'm this Puerto Rican kid and I kind of fall in between black and white, um, given that Puerto Ricans are also, there's a trilogy, it's it's Spaniard, it's Spain, it's Africa, and it's Taino Indian. 
So we have two of the most uh, suppressed cultures involved and we have the oppressor, right? So we have that whole thing going on. And so when I moved to Tennessee, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I, I feel like when I moved there, I just didn't fit in. I wasn't black and I wasn't white. And then I was just kind of like this kid that was standing out. And I remember just being bullied and being called a lot of different names and being called specifically, since we're talking about beauty, I was being called ugly, very specific word that was utilized um, that certainly made me go inward. And it made me really... Um, I would say the word shame is what resonates the most. Shame is that feeling like you have to hide yourself and you have like, you look down at the floor, your body posture caves in, your back is rounded, your shoulders are rounded. It's a feeling of not belonging because you're flawed. And so I grew up actually believing that I was flawed. I must be flawed because these kids don't like me because I'm, you know, I'm being bullied and called ugly. The boys are checking off the checkbox of no, when I'm asking them out, there's something wrong with me. I bet they're kicking themselves now. <laughs> That's right, folks. Take it, <laughs> <hit> me now. <laughs> but, you know, I think it started with um, probably my sophomore year in high school was when these two kids, I was in math class and I was looking down at the floor and they said to me, why do you look down at the floor that, you know, that's a sign of insecurity, right? And I would be like, I know. And then I looked down at the floor again and then I'm like, well, we're going to help you out and we're going to have you look at us in our eyes whenever we talk to you so that you can get over this and you can start looking at people in their eyes. And these two brilliant kids who they didn't even know how brilliant they were at that time um, took me out of, uh, you know, that feeling of shame into feeling a little bit, a hair more confident. And within three days I was looking at people in their eyes. And now if I look at you in, in your face, you almost want to like, like hide or run away because it's so potent, right? The stare is so potent. However, um, you know, the, I think that the eye gaze, right. And the eyes are really a window to you and if there are signs of insecurities within yourself and you haven't overcome that, somebody that can have a penetrative stare can feel uncomfortable, right? Yeah. And it, cause it's tapping or it's triggering the parts of you that haven't fully accepted the parts that you've rejected. And so I was able to understand that, you know, way later in life. And I took on the trajectory of working on my body and again, worked on my body and became a fitness um, celebrity coach. And, um, and I did it for a long time. And I, and it started off with proving that I could have this really strong body and that, you know, all of my insecurities would go away when I had this thing, right. It's kind of like when I have the house, when I have the wife, when I have the husband, when I have this money, then I'll be happy. And then people will like me. And then, you know, I can tell everybody to go fuck off. And it's not the case, right? Because I had the body, I got the trophy in my hand, and I actually started to feel more miserable and more entrapped. And the reason for that was because now I have to upkeep this image so that, you know, because I'm if I'm thinking that my body is the thing of why people like me, and why I'm lovable or likable or attractive, let's just say, 
in the, in terms of beauty standard, then it means that if I have an ounce of cellulite or if I have an ounce of, you know, some kind of imperfection, then I have to go work on that. You know, if I had a cookie, oh, I got to go like work that out. And that was a mentality um, back then. And so I started to feel more miserable. And when I started to understand, holy fuck, I don't know how I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. This is exhausting. And I started to look into spirituality at that point. So my body um, and actually going through it in a way of this beauty standard um, took me to the depths of my soul. And it took me to the places where I started to understand um, that it's it's not anything outside of me, it's inside of me. And the more I worked out from a place of not punishment or restriction or extreme or to prove anything and worked out from the place of this is nourishing, it feels good. Um, and the same with nutrition, this feels good to my body. I feel light. I feel energetic. I feel joyful when I eat this food. I started to associate that instead of the restriction and punishment and extreme um, so that I can I could do it from a feel good place. And and when you feel good back then, I remember my motto um, was when you feel good, you look good because you will have a sense of glow whenever you you're feeling good. It doesn't matter if you have cellulite or not cellulite or have big hips or not big hips or, you know, whatever is going on externally, you feel so confident within yourself because it's coming from a place of self-love. And I'm doing this out of, I care so much about you that I'm willing to nourish you and give you what you need um, from a place of almost like, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just a place of love. It's a place of um, not, you don't need to do anything, but rather I love you, you know, and uh, that's where it started to, that's where it stemmed from, I would say. Uh, and then Unleash happened when I was 35 years old, when I was still feeling boxed in, even though I had, you know, gotten on MTV and TLC and did, you know, I, I, I definitely made a name for myself in the fitness industry, um, but I still wasn't feeling happy. I was also in a marriage that kept me from being my authentic self because there was just a feeling of a lot of restriction um, within that marriage. And, and so I was like, when I was feeling that boxed in and after I divorced, I said to myself, okay, well, what do I really want? And so I wrote out all the things that I really wanted and what I wanted we did that a bunch of times. That what? I said, we did that a bunch of times. A bunch of times, right. And and the more yeah. we did it, right? Like, okay, that self-realized. And then we would we would come into a place of, okay, this is here, but there's still something that, you know, it might be off, right? As, as we continue along in the self-discovery process, we continue to understand ourselves deeper. And, you know, I thought originally, I just want to get married and like, you know, and then I'll be happy. Um, but then there's a lot of realization that happens that it's so much more than that, um, you know, for a marriage to work and for you to be authentically happy. So once I realized, whoa, I am not being my full self, I feel boxed in with, you know, just like, just how fitness is, it is just kind of linear 
um, in a lot of ways, even when I was doing functional training that involved the functionality of the body, there's still part of me that felt like I wanted to be more fluid in motion. And, um, and so when I wrote down the things that I wanted, which I highly recommend that you do, um, this is partially why, why Kristen is here today, <laughs> mind you, um, when I coached her from back then, she wrote out some of these things and even um, uh, Essie was born because that was a part of the manifestation of what we wrote out. And so anyway, I wrote out, I want to be surrounded with musicians, artists, liberated, sexually liberated, open-minded individuals that are here to be world game changers. And shortly after I wrote that, these people started to show up in my life. However, I still was feeling inadequate in those moments when I was surrounded by these musicians and open people because I didn't feel that way, even though my soul and heart at its core felt that. But I called it in to show me a reflection so that I could see my own uncomfortabilities and the places I still needed to um, open up to. And those places were my, was my creative self, because there was a part of me that didn't even think I was creative. There's a part of me that I didn't think I was an artist. There was a part of me that didn't think these things, but at a deep core level, there was a part of me that knew because I felt so entrapped that when I finally was surrounded by very talented artists and musicians, like I reached a point when we were kind of doing a mini friend gathering ceremony that I felt like I couldn't play with them if I didn't come out, right? If my soul didn't come out of the closet, it'd be really hard for me to go and play with them. And they were the perfect reflections to show me my fears and my highest excitement at the same exact time that it was a moment where this funk you know, Brazilian funk song came on and it was this da, 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 tranquilo, da, blah, blah, blah. and like, you're like, oh, it's that nitty grungy on oh, dirty, that thing that I also felt shame around um, because there's a lot of shame in sexuality when you dance a certain way and that I was feeling very limited by my upbringing, by, you know, social, social normities and, and I just, let it all go in that moment. And I danced in a way that I had never danced before. But what it took was the permission slip from these other beings being exactly who they were as much as they could have at that moment for me to be like, it's either I open or I die. And die in my spirit. And I didn't want to continue to live a life where I felt like I'm constantly feeling like I'm just waking up to do a routine life and it's mundane and it's boring. And I'm just following this routine of paying bills and I'm like, this can't be it. And so I finally unleashed at the age of 35, right there in front of him, stripped myself naked and, and twerk like you wouldn't believe like this, almost like this black African woman was coming out of me from, from Africa itself. And, and that was the moment that I 
felt myself in my body with full connection to God and all everything and the universe, like no separation. So it was this transcendental moment in time that was so present that it helped me remember what I was here to do. And it activated uh, my full mission and my dharmic path on this planet. And it, the very thing that did it was following my, um, or leaning into my biggest fear. And that leaning into my biggest fear, which was dancing explicitly at the time, um, allowed me to create an entire movement to help people embrace their uniqueness, their individuality, and the way that I think of the world is like when we think of an orchestra or when we think of a symphony, it's like, you know, the violin is not trying to do the cello's job or the, you know, the trumpet is not competing with the flute. It's like everyone's role is so unique that the best thing that a symphony could do is play itself in its best self and it creates harmony and unity and there's no jealousy of one another right there's no judgment towards one another it's like oh my god i celebrate you for being a guitar i celebrate you for being a violin i celebrate you for being a cello because we're all enhancing each other and that is beauty instead of this fear-based competition society that we've grown up in for a false sense of power I love that, you know, to be this like collective, organized, harmonic vibration of energy, we have to be so committed to our part and then also just witnessing and loving all of the other parts at once. Because otherwise it's just a solo, which is beautiful, but it's not a symphony. A hundred percent. And I wanna clarify with everybody watching or listening right now that this awakening happened and then you didn't go home and write a business plan and spend a year planning. In a matter of like a couple of weeks, you threw this epic, I don't wanna even call it event, journey and experience that has just been growing and unfolding and blossoming and creating this vibration across the universe that's really allowing all these things that you just talked about that sounds so fun and fabulous to exist in a space for everyone that's there and ready to take it's there and you just share it you give everything there is not one thing inside of unleash that you hold back on it's your breath and your voice and your eye contact and your dance and your sweat and your tears and your movement and everything that you can open up within yourself and be the most vulnerable, raw, wild expression of purpose and passion and love and compassion, because all of those things that you went through, and we went through a lot of similar stuff as kids too, really isn't a bad thing. You're not a victim of those things. Those are the things that allowed you to dive deep within and find yourself. And it's really, it's a, it's, thank you. It feels like the self-realization of the magnificence that we each are, you know, mm -hmm. truly it's like, wow. Like I was in awe. I was in astonishment of who I was. And mind you, if we go back to being a kid, being called ugly boxes, checked, no, to 
the expression by allowing myself and giving myself the permission to follow my highest excitement and lean into my fears is what created the freedom, the freedom from even the societal, um, you know, notions or standards of whatever is right, right and wrong and appropriate and inappropriate and shameful and not shameful and um, beauty and ugly, you know, simultaneously. It's like that is all shattered whenever you follow your truth. So I really believe in, um, you know, in following those breadcrumbs of the things that make your heart tick and make your spirit come alive. And sometimes what happens is that there is a self-doubt voice that follows that. It's like you get excited about something and you're like, oh, but I can't because da, 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 and you start listing and justifying all the reasons why you can't. There's and a lot that, of reasons why you can't. That's yeah, why not there's a lot of reasons. does all of these amazing things. Right. There's a lot of reasons. It, totally. Not everybody will do it. However, I want to create a world um, and I want to be a stand that all of us can do it with the right support, with the right environment. Because if we're living in a society that we're not supported in this, of course, the first thoughts that come to mind is all the negative stuff, right? Because the brain just really wants to protect you and help you survive in a world that's full of fear and shame and, and false sense of power. So I wanted to create a world where we can be in harmony. I wanted to create a world where it is so beautiful and sparkly and um, eccentric and flamboyant and all the things that we've been told to like simmer down or like not too much. I'm like, here, I'm just going to create the space where you can be all of it, yeah. you know, including give me, give us like the, the anger and the rage, like let's knock that out because we have to really express. And I believe expression is the antidote to depression and suppression. So we get to express the things that are holding the energy of stagnation. So when that is released, then you can welcome your truth, right? Because if that's standing in the way, it's going to be blocking you um, from receiving yourself to the fullest because you can't, right? So I do, I don't shy away from the denser emotions. I don't reject them or push them away. I welcome them in and I help people do that. And everybody who is, you know, creating the Unleash experience and production, you know, we're a team of people that are, um, you know, being guided to accept and love these parts of ourselves. So it's been a wild, beautiful journey and to see people find their beauty because they expressed is next level. And it, I absolutely believe like Unleash has an effect and I'll call it the Unleash effect, but their artistry comes online, their beauty, their self-expression, whether you want to dye your hair, shave your hair, like go live the van life, whatever expression that you want to have happen can happen you know, and I've seen it over and over again. It is profound because it's, it's an environment that creates social, social change, um, and, and behavioral change. 
So it's a long lasting effect. We need that. Our ki- I want my kid to grow up in that world. You know, can you imagine if we had the opportunity to experience this when we were young? <laughs> dang. It's like, dang. And the we, level of abundance that comes yes. with that, because it's like you're unkinking your hose so that the currency can flow through you. And in a way that feels truthful, not in a way that you're trying to sell something that you're not passionate about or that you don't believe in or manipulate any kind of situation, but rather you are so passionate in talking about it that who doesn't want to come do the thing that you're doing because you believe in it so wholeheartedly and we need you, right? Like each person has a very specific signature and a very specific gift that I can't do for you, right? Like you're, it's like, you're, you're the flute. Like I'm, I'm over here being a different instrument. So I can't actually make the sounds that you make. I don't have the voice that you have. I don't have the look that you have that people would gravitate towards. So it's like, what a blessing that you're different. What a blessing. Yeah, to accept that of you. And when you do that, it doesn't even matter at that point what other people think about you. Exactly. Yeah, living in our truth. So you. So tell me a little bit more about you know, you were a personal trainer and you were in incredible shape. And I know you competed and won trophies and awards and that really didn't nourish your soul. And that wasn't the thing that you thought you were looking for. So now tell me a little bit about what Unleash has given you as far as taking care of your body, training your body, exercise, working out, whatever it is along the lines of that, that type of physical self-care and keeping your body strength, strong and in shape. Yeah. So I, it has shifted quite a bit. And even before Unleash, I had already gotten myself to the point, even in fitness after years of letting go more and letting go more and letting go more of the attachments to the beliefs around food, around like this food makes you fat or this food. Like I began to just really test everything. And that's a part of unleashing. It's like, well, I know that's what's being said, but is that really true? And I don't care about the, I started to teach my clients to be in alignment with their personal truth, to not care about like the, if broccoli is healthy or not healthy, you know, according to the, the, you know, what it, the, the facts that it states about its nutrient density or who, like, who cares? And what everybody's saying on Instagram. Yeah. Does it make your body feel good? Yeah. (laughs) Does it it make your body feel good? Does it make you thrive? Does it, does it make you have more energy in your body? Because if it's making you feel bloated and lethargic, it's kind of hard to take your focus off of your body when you're feeling those sensations. So now you're having to like take care of that and like handle that situation. So it's not actually giving you energy at that point, right? And to to be creative, to be doing the things that you really want to be doing. So I really always emphasize on what is your personal truth in regards to 
like what foods make you feel good. And of course I can share just from a background in health and fitness, you know, what foods generally are anti-inflammatory and things like that. But ultimately you're your own um, scientist that gets to really discover yourself and, and your own doctor and your, your own doctor, your, your, you can literally um, your body will give you so many messages that it's not just your vehicle that takes you through this lifetime, but also it is your messenger. And it tells you, you exactly. people how your stomach, because I knew you when you ate according to the book to like perfect, how did and your stomach aches every day? Yeah, stomach, aches, stomach aches every day. Yeah. And um, literally, you saw me when oh, that all the time, all the time. I'm like, Chris and I have a stomach. Ache. I mean, but what's new? Right. At that time, it's like, what's new? Um, and now and, you and eat. now I don't. And now I don't. I just eat whatever truly like my heart desires and feels best with. And I've gotten to the point that it's on autopilot for me. Um, because I don't actually even think about it. I'm like, oh, green juice, that sounds good. Oh, steak, that sounds good. Oh, like I am so attuned and aware of what my body needs intuitively at any given moment that that's what I feel myself with. And generally speaking, I will buy the foods in my home that um, would give me that that array of um, of things to choose from. And that's what I focus on. And I would say like 90% of the time to maybe 95% even it's organic, it's local, it's grass fed. Like I do pay attention to all those things because I also want to be in alignment with earth. If I am an extension of earth, I want to also be supporting earth to support me because I'm an extension of that. And so it is really important for me to align myself with those things, but it doesn't feel hard. It just means that little by little you inch towards these things, right? So little by little, I start buying like the thing um, that washes my laundry that is less toxic because I start to align myself with these things. And uh, there's things that I haven't fully gotten there yet with. Um, like for instance, I haven't stopped buying clothes made in China yet. Right. And that's something that I could take a look at right now. Cause that's the one part that the clothing piece, I haven't quite gotten there yet and it's okay. And I love and forgive myself because I can only do so much at one time because the harsher you are on yourself, the more it creates uh, a disconnect in your body. And so it's like we get to really just accept where we're at and continuously make strides and effort, you know, to get better at it, but to not like shame yourself for not being there yet. And including, I just want to say with Unleash, one thing that I, I know you asked me this question and I'm, I'm coming right back around to how it's different in my body now um, and my regimen and all that because it has shifted and it has changed. Um, well, and let me interject one thing real yeah. quick, because you were talking about like tuning into what you want. Mm -hmm. And, and I watch you, I've watched you over the years do this. And I wouldn't even necessarily call it and maybe I'm wrong, but from an outsider's observation of this, I wouldn't call it what you want. Mentally, you really do this thing where you tune into what you would want mentally and physically and serves the environment that you're in and is like most appropriate for everybody involved. 
because I'm a little neurotic with food and I'm a vegan and I was raw for a while. And when we eat together, you, you really like very easily flow into my food situation and my food setting. And I've watched you just really like kind of go into that space inside of you. Like, Hey, what is around me right now that feels most supportive to what I'm looking for? Not just like, Hey, chocolate feels good right now. And you know, like some, some other chocolate always feels good right now. I mean, I know you love chocolate. do it's a very all-encompassing experience and you probably don't even notice because you're so used to doing it right now but i remember very long time ago when you really said i'm going to stop following the rules of diet and exercise and i'm going to create my own rules and you you really have shifted into this knowing of what your body is going to do best bringing into it in this moment Yeah. And I would say that that's attunement, right? It's like you are so attuned and aware and present that you acknowledge even your body sensation. And it gets to a point eventually that it's on autopilot, just like how your heart is beating for you. You're not thinking about how your heart has to be and telling it to beat. So it's a similar experience that you practice. It's a practice of long enough attuning to, oh, this makes me feel good. When I'm stressed out, um, I can say that food will not digest as well. So I know that in those moments, digestive enzymes is going to be really helpful and supportive for me, right? When I do high levels of food combination to not stress my body out further than what it needs to. I also ingest digestive enzymes. I take probiotics, right, to have a good um, gut health. And that would naturally also allow all the functionalities in my system to work better and to give me a more sense of glow. Because we also understand that, you know, the skin and you're, you're hyper aware of this topic is very influenced by your gut as well. And whatever is happening in your gut is going to be reflected on the outside part of you. But the gut also, you know, and a lot of different organs are also going to be reflecting back to you in emotionality. And to really tune in to what that emotionality is, to what belief systems you have going on, what you're believing that is causing you the stress that's happening. Um, And we don't necessarily have to um, cling on to the beliefs, but truly take a look at those beliefs and is it supportive or is it not supportive? Does it open you or does it close you? And if you can start connecting the dots with emotionality, how it makes you feel like the food, um, all of it will start to come into balance and harmony eventually. And I really believe in these two principles, actually it's two and a half principles that are really important that I'll share here of like how that to unleash- half a principle that we're going to get. Yeah. That half a principle is really important. That's it's one. five. Um, this is how you unleash yourself. And what that means is like how you free yourself in a personal way. And um, one, lean into your fears Two, 
follow your highest excitement. So the thing that makes you most fearful is the very thing that is giving you the opportunity to see the freedom on the other side, because fear is the mask that freedom wears, because freedom is going to hide in the place that's least likely for you to want to take a look at. Like when we play hide and go seek, we're not going to go, you know, like we hide in a place that you know that your friend's not going to come looking for you, or at least you'll you'll try to do that. And the same happens with, you know, in the game of the world um, and, and how the universe has created itself, how God has created this entire universe in, in terms of a game. Like, I'm going to do the, I'm going to create the game for you to discover, right? And in that discovery, the, the hide and seek part of it is that freedom is on the other side of fear. So anytime you see that, I would encourage you to lean into it to set yourself free because it's probably smoke and mirrors. It's probably some bullshit story that you've been believing the whole time. And you're tuning into some future story or past belief that is creating that resistance for you. And it's like, well, get curious. I wonder what's there, right? And with curiosity, you open the door without like saying, I should do it or I have to do it. Because that creates a little bit of stress and more tension, right? And more pressure. We want to get away from the pressure, restriction, deprivation, extreme. All of those things contract you. So what we want to do is open with curiosity. So lean into the fear with curiosity. Number two is follow your highest excitement. It's like, you know, you want to go to that salsa class, go take it. You want to, you know, what, what whatever that little breadcrumb is, um, you want to take that online course, you you saw that girl on Instagram that was offering this thing that made you excited, follow that trail, and it'll unlock the places in you that you can't imagine until you do it. Um, and then two and a half, and then the half point of this is both, yeah, both of these Love and fear, because the highest excitement is coming from that place of love, right? And then you have fear, which you think is not coming from a place of love. But in actuality, everything is coming from a place of love, because they both meet here. They both meet at that zero point where it's the thin line. And both of you, both of them are driving you to your to the love that you want to experience, to the bliss that you want to experience, to the freedom that you want to experience. So point five is to sit in the fire of the uncomfortability that any of these two can cause you. Because when you follow your highest excitement, there's times that you get there and you're like, oh, whoa, but now I have all these responsibilities. How am I going to do this? Right? Um, and that can happen sometimes when you follow your highest excitement. Oh, I got the MTV role. Now I have to sit with the uncomfortability of what that could mean for me, of like the thoughts, if I'm going to fail, now fear sets in, you know, and, and sitting there until it subsides. So what I would say is that in those moments of uncomfortability, don't avoid, because that's the thing that you want to do the most is run away, avoid, deflect, distract. And the how you truly unleash is to just stay there for a second and really like breathe through that. And you'll notice that the sensations of the nerves will start to subside when you just breathe. And then what we learned, and I know you and I have taken the Course in Miracles class, is then you can ask, 
universe, please show me a different way than I'm seeing it because I can't see this any other way. My, I'm, I'm a little blocked. Can you please help me see this in a different way? And that's when you create a door and an opening for some beauty to come through. So and I that's really- That's your true beauty. That's your true beauty. Because I think that what happens with people in the world that creates such a chase of trying to be beautiful that they can never actually get to is because we're so accustomed to thinking that beauty is this external thing and beauty if you put all your energy and effort to making this beautiful and that's not what beauty really is that that is disappointing right there and so like all these amazing things that you're sharing and telling everyone is really all these little tips and tools to, to go inside and to find that place of excitement and joy and purpose and passion. And that's your most beautiful self shines and resides there. And when you start to unlock that and unleash that, the only thing it can do is blast out of you at <clears> all times, through your skin, through your hair, through your eyes, through your hips, through the way you speak to people, through the way you look at people, the way you make eye contact with people, and like that trail of glitter that you leave behind you because you're just a magical uniform, just you know, <laughs> blasting love and beauty all over the place. A hundred percent. I so believe that. It's like that trail of glitter and then you're beaming out a light in front of you simultaneously because it's like whenever you accept the parts that you've rejected of yourself and whenever you've sat in those places that have been culturally deemed bad, wrong, inappropriate, um, shameful, you when you sit in the truth of that and really test it for yourself, you're not just healing yourself, but you're healing your ancestral line. You're healing your all your future selves. Because if you don't walk, if you don't, if you release this uh, trauma or stagnation or uncomfortability that resides in your cells and in your DNA, even the babies that you'll have are going to be different. And you're creating a better world for the extensions of you. And even if you didn't have actual babies, there are um, children that you're going to be influencing that will be birthed through other people, but through your influence um, of getting them to a place of being authentic with them and liberating themselves that creates beauty for them. That creates beauty for the children that they bring out into the world. So all in all, it's a full on ripple effect. And I would say that the most beautiful thing ever is your authenticity is like, cause I've you know, I've seen like the most raw, like, like the hairs disheveled, like this just mud on your face. But how can we think that that's beautiful? Like people are like, oh my God, that's so beautiful. But wait, that, that standard of beauty of not being put together that's not that person, but somehow you find that beautiful. And it's because of the authenticity of the spirit that is shining through that you find beauty and beauty is inspirational. Beauty activates spirit. Beauty activates the inspired, the, the breath in you 
to then exhale and create, you know, with even your word, with your compliments, with your kindness, with your compassion, right out into the world, because you've just been inspired by spirit through seeing vulnerably someone's authenticity. And for me, that's my life's mission is to create spaces and ripple effects and impact through the embrace of that authenticity and individuality. Because I know that beauty is the king and the queen. You know, we're inspired by it. It's like, that's how we breathe joy and exude joy on a daily basis. If we are here to create like a world of that um, beauty, yeah, beauty is it. It is. I think sometimes people forget that yeah like we're this individual person but we're part of a collective we share you know within the water ceremonies i teach that on a molecular level not a cellular level on a molecular level we're 99.9 percent water and all water is constantly communicating with itself so we're always in this harmonic resonance with everyone that's here And then I love that you brought up our ancestral history because we are made up of genetic information from our ancestors that isn't just our skin color and our eye color and our hair color and our height and stuff like that. It's all this emotional information, it's trauma, it's all these things that didn't get resolved. These things get passed down because, you know, part of our experience is really remembering that those things weren't true and they didn't exist. And I think it's so amazing that, um, you know, people can do this with you in Unleash and usually your Unleashes are like three days long, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then you have this powerful experience to drop into that truth. And what's really cool is you're still coaching, thank goodness, So tell me a little bit about and tell everybody a little bit about your coaching program, because I feel like in my life, you were always just this rock solid mirror, like everything that I needed to express and get out and then see my truth. It was always you that showed up in the space for me to be able to to get it all out and then really see the truth of like who is in there. And I think that's one of your most amazing gifts is witnessing the beauty within people and giving them the opportunity to just have everything else melt away. Yeah. I mean, thank you for that, Kristen. And you've done the same for me too. I just want to say you've been a reflector back to me um, of my, my beauty and power. And as you rise, I rise and we rise together kind of thing. Um, And we've also experienced a lot of challenge. Um, as well, you know, in this journey. And so it's not to say that the journey is challengeless or or you'll get to a point that, you know, it's just cruising the entire time because we're still learning in this process. Um, However, there gets to be a gentleness and um, a compassion for yourself because I know that there's been times where I haven't had compassion for myself um, because I feel like, I should have known how to do that already, right? Or something along those lines. So to definitely have that. And so in my coaching practice, what I help people in is like, there's, it's a different level of unleashing in the coaching, like one-on-ones, right? Because what's going on there is specifically if they're having an issue, you know, that, that 
is is coming up for them that they feel like I don't have um, community in my life right now and I feel alone. Let's say that that's the issue. So I get to show up for them in a way that's non-judgmental and to really be a witness for them and not just be a witness, but also there's modalities such as emotional freedom technique um, that allows them to really emote and not just emote, but talk to the places and the and go back into the parts of them of their history and their circumstances that they never had an opportunity to actually express those emotions that have been sort of stuck there and that subconscious mind continues to program the show right the meaning continues to program what is actually still happening in your life and those repeated patterns there's a reason why it's still a pattern there's a reason why it's still showing up very similar even if it looks slightly different the emotion is the same the the feeling you know the feeling about it and yeah, you just feel almost like yeah you feel kind of defeated and so like when that happens like okay, let's actually take a look at what's really going on here. Let's take a look at what the beliefs that you have about yourself that are not letting you be free from this pattern and not letting you be free to, you know, unravel the truth and the magnificence of who you are at your highest potential. So when I can help people get to the root of where that even comes from and create a space of empathy, right? Because it's also... It's also like the part that, you know, whenever your mom and dad are like, say, but why are you crying? Right. I just give that like a moment that not all moms and dads um, are like, oh, are you okay, babe? Like, it's okay if you feel that way. That's not necessarily how we're all taught because our parents are under stress. They have a lot of things going on. So in that, it's like now we get to, I get to personally just give a space for people for that little girl or little boy to uh, feel held in all of the emotions that they didn't get to express. And then when that happens, they get to move on freely, right? Yeah. And and that sort of, uh, the beliefs that they even had get to change and get to be rewired to something or a new belief that is supportive. And in that, that rewiring of the new belief that allows people then to take on a different trajectory. And as you know, or some of you may not know, but you change a degree of the ship's direction and it'll take you to a whole nother place, even if it's one degree that you've shifted in a belief that you had. And you shift that one belief and it'll literally take you on another course. Um, and, and then along that course, you'll find other things, right? And people are here and we're all in relationship to reflect that back to us, the mirror, right? Of who we are, like what we love about them and what we hate about them is all a reflection of us. It's all a reflection of the parts that we've accepted and the parts that we keep on rejecting. And the judgments that we have aren't allowing um, not just others to shine, but it's not allowing us to shine because we're deeming it bad, wrong and condemning them for it. So like my practice is about permission. It's about vulnerability. It's about 
really giving it the space that it never had before to emote, to be, and to be encouraged, to be celebrated. Because we're not celebrated for being extra. We're not celebrated for, you know, the the quirks or the weirdness that we have. And I think that that right there is beautiful. If we yeah. can do that, the world would be a very different place. And, and I'm doing it and we're doing it and you're doing it. And like, yes. we're just like tag team here, tag team. Thank you. So tip of the day, everyone go out there, find someone who's extra and magnificent and you think is amazing and find some way to celebrate them and let them know that you're celebrating them and, and ask them to pass it on. <laughs> yeah. And then find someone that triggers you <laughs> <laughs> and really ask yourself, why is this triggering me? Yeah. What is it about this person that I'm believing that is triggering me about them? And how do I, how do I relate that to myself? Is there a part of me in them that I don't want to look at and I don't want to accept about me? Because that is where your freedom lies. And it's like, follow your highest excitement compliment and also your biggest fear, which is to admit to yourself, honestly, that what that person's triggering you is inside of you. That's confronting. And that's the fearful part. That's the part that we don't want to go to because we don't want to actually see um, the parts of ourselves that we've rejected and have literally put into a box as wrong. But if we can help that part of ourselves be like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay that you did that. Um, all of a sudden there's like a whole new sense of energy that gets re-enlivened in you. And I, and I want to share something with everyone. <clears throat> it, part of what I teach in my redefined beauty practices and programs is, you know, there's all these aspects of creating beauty within you. And the final piece that we work on is based on quantum physics and it's this idea uh, that you can find on an atomic level a molecular level and a human being level and it's called the observer effect where something being witnessed or being observed will actually change so on a level of atoms if they're spinning in one direction the moment they're observed they spin in the opposite direction and so in this whole practice of redefining beauty what i tell people is that in order to fully embrace your beauty it has to be shared and so the moment that you're so in the space of beauty and it can't be something that we hold back it is the final piece of the puzzle is to allow ourselves to be observed in this space of beauty and that's shine your shine yeah, shine your shine. And people can do it in so many ways. But guys, if you're anywhere near Yachty or can know how to get on an airplane and can fly to her <laughs> for Unleash, what a powerful way to be observed in your beauty and in your glory. And if you, you know, want to do some coaching with her, I will say that for me, I didn't get that. And Yadi is the person in the world who taught me 
that like 15 years ago, but I didn't realize because Gaddy was the first person in my life that saw me, saw the true me, saw everything inside of me that was wrong and bad and when I was a kid and that I had so much guilt and shame around. And it took, and sometimes I would get so mad at Yadi because she would just hold space for like all of this to come out. And really, honestly, guys, I've done so much work and all these amazing things and I love all of it, but I hope that every single person is blessed in their life to have a person that really honestly, truly sees them. And if you don't have that person, I will say Yadi's really good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for that, Kristen. It's so true. We get to really have that person that can um, see us for all of who we are and love and accept us. And if they can't, um, that's okay. There are other people in the world that can and, and different parts of us too, because while that one person might be able to see these parts of you, maybe they can't see those parts of you. And this is why we're all like pieces to the puzzle here. It's like one person can't be everything for everyone. Um, and, and that's, yeah, but I just important. told everybody that you could be the that I'm, I'm it. Right. Totally. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, fine. I'll be everything. Um, but no, but truly, oh, oh, I, I meant to say too, now there's another type of opportunity because people can come to my Unleash Festival, which the next one is happening in uh, October, November. I haven't uh, quite finalized the dates yet, but it's coming soon. And I'm so excited. This next there. thing is called Wonder. Um, it's Yeah, it's called Unleash Wonder. I, I know. wonder where in the world it's going to be though. I don't know yet. We'll keep you wondering about that, um, including myself, because I kind of, I may have a space for you. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about it for sure. Um, And I would say that there's about 250, 300 people that come out and it is, it's different than just a festival because it is a curated experience. It's a closed container um, where everyone is going through the same thing at the same time. So all 250, 300 people are going through the same um, things. It's not like a pick and choose. It's like you're here, you know, to fully unleash yourself. And I've created a program and curriculum in which you are able to then fly free, right? Because it does take structure to create freedom as well. And I really believe that our boundaries are necessary in order for us to fly freely. And, um, and then the other aspect is that I have a Unleash Your Prayer Former Retreat, which is an exclusive 20 person or less, about 16 to 20 people that come through that are desiring to unlock the artist that lives in them. And I created that because I remember myself not thinking of myself as an artist or as a creative or as anything like that. And if people just had the space and, you know, now with my experience and five years, you know, of doing so many unleashes later, you know, I have a stage presence, public speaking experience. And then we have a theater professor that comes in and teaches like, you know, the, the narcissistic qualities of us that get to be unidentified so that we literally our authentic truth can really shine and to step away from what we've identified with. And we have vocal alchemy and we have beatboxing and freestyling. Just let's get it all in a, in a very playful kind of way. Cause I believe that play and innocence also creates a space of just Uh, permission and curiosity because it takes off pressure which is important and then of course the coaching that you can you know reach out to me and um do I tell them where they reach out to me for that 
Yeah, to tell everybody oh. now. I was going to ask okay. you at the end, but now's a good point. Oh, okay, tell great. Yadi, where do we find you? <laughs> so you can Give find me on address so that we can come over right now. <laughs> so there's a couple of platforms. So IG is my favorite um, of them to connect, but I also feel like my website is, you know, very detailed and that's where you can buy tickets and do all those things. So IG is unleash movement, unleash movement without an ED, um, all together. And also coach Yadi, which is my personal one. So it's coach Y A R I. And then lastly, it's unleash dash movement.com. And that's all folks. And I, and I'll be, I'm going to post um, that. So what I'm going to post it. So yeah, please read it. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. So tell me, I do still need to ask you two really important questions. Okay. What is, what's like the coolest thing that you've unleashed within yourself? Best of the best of the best. And don't say your hair. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What's the coolest thing? There are so many cool things, but one of the things that I've unleashed is my spoken word. And it's been something that's been inside of me for so long. And it took a few unleashes for me to actually come out and do my spoken word piece. Cause that felt so vulnerable for me. And so there's layers. Um, and the other cool part <laughs> is, um, you know, the dream that you have that I think all of us must have had about being frightened about being naked on a stage and like your clo- you're speaking to people and you don't have clothes on and it's the scary dream that people have. Well, I've gotten to experience it in a way that is so liberating and so freeing that that dream is a bunch of crock. You know, it literally is the most fascinating thing because I could have never guessed that I'd be on a stage just here with a microphone, like not even batting an eyelash talking to you. Like I'm talking to, you know, here on this podcast, right? Like, like no concern in the world with such a level of confidence that I can't even, you have, like, you would have to come and see this. And I dance completely naked without any shame. What? That to me is honestly like such a liberating experience to be able to do that as a woman in this lifetime um, and not feel shame or bad or wrong. And giving that permission, you know, to others is like, hey, question everything, whatever you thought, question it. Um, And yeah, and I actually did one where I was actually free bleeding. And I was there. Were you there? Oh, you were. No, that was. Oh, so that I actually had a tampon on. But the other one, there was no tampon. And so different ones, two different ones. But that one, I literally it was just like, well, it's just running down my leg. And, And when you think about that, the shame that women have experienced around their periods and about that not being beautiful. Um, you know, to really be so raw and so vulnerable to like do a dance that's so primal and sexual and sensual and innocent simultaneously is honestly, 
and natural eternal and like all like not like earth like all of it like for me wow to say that I've gotten to do that in this lifetime is fucking epic so I know that there's more unleashing for me to do with my singing voice still and I've gotten some layers there but you know I think unleashing is, is a continuous process so for us to know that it's never an end destination we just continue to open ourselves to more love every time it's just more love okay I love it now tell me uh, when's your next moon cycle and if it's going to be on unleash so I can be there to be part um, of it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, no, it's funny because I usually get my moon cycle not planning it out and it either comes early or late if it needs to to land on Unleash. So it's really okay. interesting. Perfect. So then I just need to come to all of them. Just come to, right. yeah, just come to Unleash and you'll find it out. Oh, wait, there's one more thing. There's just one more thing that I want to tell I you. I knew you were going to have three. So I knew it. So I've been with my partner um, who I found, she found me through Unleash. I had to create this big elaborate thing for me to be found, right? And, um, and I knew that the person that was going to be with me had to have a level of, of acceptance uh, within themselves and also love of all the weird. And, um, and I found her through Unleash. But anyway, we have opened up our relationship because we're two women, but want a baby. And, you know, there's a lot of dynamics there. So I've even opened myself up to creating a podcast with her called Finding Daddy. And mm-hmm that's a whole adventure, you know, I love it. Like things that you could never imagine are, are being unleashed and so much fun and so much play in my life. And I want everyone to experience as much fun and play. That's so beautiful. And I think it's just so important to create things out there that are not <clears throat> normal so that people feel safe to experiment. And it doesn't matter if in the end you're like, Hey, that was great. It doesn't matter. Just try it just be there, be free, be open, be vulnerable, be raw, be natural. And that's normal. It's so Mm -hmm. abnormal for us to try to all be the same size, color, look, style, whatever. It's crazy. And so Mm -hmm. thank you for being all of the beautiful ancestral colors and vibrations that you are. I appreciate that so much. I I just have always thought since the first moment I met you, you're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I really just appreciate how you have been able to define that through your journey. And it's such a good reminder for all of us. And yeah, thanks for loving and accepting me through it all. Of course, and me too. And I just want to ask you to leave our listeners or our voyeurs with what is the one thing that you would like to share so far? Because what I just learned with you is we're never done. So far, <laughs> what is the, the one thing that you would want to offer our listeners to really be able to tune into their practice? of redefining their experience of beauty? Hmm. I would say, I'll, I'll just emphasize, I guess, on what I've already shared. I believe that authenticity is beauty. And two ways to become your most authentic self, two and a half ways. 
lean into your fears, follow your highest excitement and sit in the fire and you will be more authentic, which leads to you feeling more beautiful from the inside out. And that means that you're not going to be so focused on the external to validate your beauty, but rather you already know you're that. So you're stepping into a space knowing that. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for being you and for all the things that you have been through in your life. Thanks to little Yachty face for all the stuff that you experienced that was good and bad and everything in between because you are incredible and i really appreciate all the experiences that brought you to this magnificence mm. and thanks so much for taking the time tonight to share with everybody your story and your heart and your you know your journey into this really important purpose in the world and yeah thank you all of the thousands of people that have been to unleash would say, and they do say it because your testimonials after Unleash are freaking incredible. It's just such an experience. And I'm so excited because I know you're not done. Not because you just told me, but I know you. I know you're not done. So I'm really excited to live a really long life with you as my best friend and to experience all the cool stuff that you're going to do. Mm, I love you, babe. Thank you so much. And thank you for everyone that has listened today and yeah, may you continue the ripple effect of this. So thank you all. Awesome. All right, Bye. everybody. Thanks so much for listening and have an organically beautiful day.